Hello everyone, this is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Mark Kuznez, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This is episode 26, Rocket Knight, a 2.5D action platformer with the occasional horizontal scrolling shooter section. And this is a sequel to the Genesis game, Sparkster Rocket Knight Adventures 2, and not a remake of the first game, Rocket Knight Adventures, which was news to me, I just assumed that given that I don't have history with the franchise. I remember the key art from when I was a kid and the character of Sparkster, but I don't have any strong memories of ever playing the games, but I very well may have. And this game, Rocket Knight, was released on Xbox Live Arcade and PSN along with PC. And if you are interested in playing it after watching or listening to this episode, it is backward compatible on Xbox One, and that is how I played it. So Rocket Knight is, as I said, an action player platform for the most part but it does have these shmup sections which are the weakest part of the game but before I get to the way it plays, I'll just go through the story very quickly. Not that it matters all that much. So again, it is a sequel to Sparkster Rocket Knight Adventures 2. And it picks up 15 years after where that story ends. So in the first Rocket Knight Adventures, you, Sparkster, who is an opossum, was fighting against an army of pigs. The, the pig empire, whatever they're called were the bad guys of the first game. You defeat them, hooray, yes, everything's good, and you move on to Sparkster Rocket Knight Adventures 2, which has a new antagonist in the form of the Gettle Empire, which is an empire comprised of these lizard-looking folk who are like lizard and humans mixed together, and you defeat them, I guess. And then in Rocket Knight, the sequel, you are fighting against a group of wolves a wolf empire a wolf pack you might say and in this game you team up with the pigs though you don't really do anything with the pigs that's just part of the story you're teaming up with the pigs to defeat the wolves and of course about halfway through the game you defeat the wolves and you're like oh is it already over no it's not over because the pigs are still pigs and bastards and now with the wolves out of the way they're ready to take over once again And that's the crux of the story. The story isn't all that important. I didn't really pay attention to the story because it's delivered in a handful of dialogue-free cutscenes that are kind of cute and charming and well done enough, but they're not that substantial. There's not a lot of meat on the bones there. So it's really just about the gameplay, and I am happy to say that for the most part, Rocket Knight feels very good. I was pleasantly surprised by how much I enjoyed the game outside of the final boss, which I'll get to at the end of all this. So, like I said, there are a handful of shmup sections, which are very basic, but ultimately pretty boring and consist of you dealing with a handful of enemies, but mostly a lot of mind clusters that you have to shoot to make paths that you can get through and avoid the rest or destroy them all. And the mines will usually be surrounding gems which you collect in the game for your high score as well as extra one-ups. And that's fine, but I only ended up finding all the orbs in one level and for the most part I didn't really need all the extra one-ups. So about, I don't know, three quarters of the way through the game I realized that I didn't need to go out of my way to collect orbs because I wasn't going after a super high score and the one-up aspect of it wasn't important. But 
for the most part, you're not playing the schmo. So what are you doing, you ask? You are jumping around, swinging a sword, and shooting enemies occasionally. You don't really shoot that often because your, your gun doesn't have the longest range and it's not that powerful where an enemy can be taken down with two swipes from your sword. It might take four bullets to take them down. And depending on the enemy, the bullets will either reset their animation, which is good. And with those enemies, using the gun is very advantageous or it won't do anything to them and they'll still attack you and then in those cases you're just giving the enemy more opportunities to attack you so it's best to use the sword or one of your abilities so the way the platforming works is that you can jump there's no double jump but you have the rocket pack on you so you can hover a little bit to move over in one direction or the other and because you have this rocket pack you can do rocket jumps straight up diagonally or left and right and those feel really good and add a lot to the platform and so one of the key ways you get to higher areas is that they'll have a lot of narrow spaces that you look at and you think okay this is a wall jumping section but you can't wall jump in rocket knight instead of wall jumping what you do is you aim diagonally at one of the walls and then you use your rocket jump and then you will ricochet off the wall and I think you can do up to three ricochets it's either two or three but you can get a lot of height doing this and in many cases you have to do this in order to reach the next area and that feels really good the platforming feels really good in Rocket Knight the jump is solid it's not floaty and the hover mechanic while I didn't use it all that much it did help out in a handful of situations and I appreciated having it there. Also given that you're an opossum, you can use your tail to wrap around branches or railings to move around and crawl along those. And that at first took some getting used to in the very first part of the game. There are these railings that look like platforms that you could jump on top of. However, because you're this opossum sparks her and you have the tail and the ability to grab on to things with your tail he grabs onto the railings as opposed to jumping on top of them and standing on top of them and at first i was really confused my mind couldn't handle the fact that he was not getting on top of them and instead hanging and you can attack while you're hanging as well your attacks range from your basic slash with a sword shooting your gun you have the ability to spin in place for a brief period of time which makes you invincible and can attack enemies around you. You can also do that when on a railing you can spin around. Later on in the game you'll get an ability to do a drill rocket charge by double tapping the B button or whatever button does the rocket jump in the version you're playing. And that allows you to drill through weak surfaces or does double damage to enemies if you hit them with that attack. And it's just, it's a short little two hour adventure that feels really good. There are a handful of boss fights. I think the game takes place over four different areas with four boss fights ending each one. And outside of the last boss fight, I really enjoyed them. And the reason why I found the last boss somewhat irritating was because it was less so challenging and more so annoying and somewhat cheap. So the way the final boss works is that you are fighting against the pig general and he gets inside this giant pig mech you can only see his torso and above the rest of him is below the surface and he's smashing his fist down and 
the way you can damage the general inside is to smack the nose of this giant pig robot a few times so that he is forced out of the head. And then when he's out flying around, he'll be shooting projectiles at you, maybe bullets, maybe bombs, maybe rockets, and you have to hit him and then he'll fall to the ground, but that doesn't do damage to him. You have to hit him and hope that when you hit him, he falls in one of the places where part of this robot is currently having a bunch of electric currents going through it so that the pig general will end up getting electrocuted. And I found it very annoying trying to hit him in a way where his movement would lead him to fall in one of those spaces. And because of that, I spent more time with that boss than I would have liked. I probably ended up fighting the boss for 15 minutes and at one point thought about just giving up because I was getting really annoyed and I didn't care that much to finish it because I knew I was at the final boss and did I really need to see it through the end, but I did finish it because I knew I could do it and I did it. And when the game ended, I thought to myself, well, that was, outside of the end, a very delightful little experience. It's a game you can get through in one sitting. Again, it is backward compatible on Xbox One, which is really nice. It still looks really good, and it runs well, and it plays well too. And outside of the annoying boss, it's not too challenging. One of the things I forgot to mention was that your rocket pack uses fuel, and that recharges over time, which is nice. But Later on in the game, you will be playing in a level where it's very cold and your rocket pack won't automatically refuel itself. You'll have to get into hot spaces. There'll be like fireplaces going or there will be fuel packs scattered throughout the level, which makes you think more about how you tackle situations. Because prior to that, I at least was very liberal with my rocket usage. I would be rocketing all over the place even when I didn't need to. And when I got to that level, I had to think more about how I was going to tackle the situation. It made it slightly strategic in how you tackle the situation given your limited access to your rocket in that particular space. And then there's an area where you have to deal with a lot of force fields and electric fields that you had to avoid and small spaces where you had to rocket jump through and narrowly miss both sides to not get electrocuted. So it does get a bit more challenging later on in the game, but at no point did I find it challenging in a cheap way, except like I said, the final boss that is somewhat cheap. Not too cheap, but a little cheap. But I, I really liked Rocket Knight. I think it's a delightful little game, a nice pleasant surprise, and I think it's a game a lot of people may have missed. And if you are a fan of platformers, I would highly recommend checking it out. I'm sure it's not too much. So yeah, that is again Rocket Knight, which is available on Xbox 360 and Xbox One via backward compatibility, as well as PlayStation 3 and PC. Anyway, that will do it for this here episode of Attack the Backlog. Once again, I am your host, Mark Guzhnez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sauces. The site is, of course, pixelatedsauces.com where you can find this podcast and the pixelated sausage podcast which are both available on podcast services across the globe like stitcher radio google play apple Podcasts, and spotify and if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or attack the backlog you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and watch them both there if you'd like to check out the art i make you can go over to pxsart.com if you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the PC Fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, 
please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way as always thank you for watching or listening i hope you enjoyed this here episode and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day